let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Who let you watch that? Podcast, 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 podcast. Hello, welcome again, boys and girls, all our friends. Thank you for coming back to another episode of our podcast. My name is Andy Diaz. And I'm Gabe Martinez. And together we are a Who? podcast. Oh, that... I thought we were going to say the name of the show. <laughs> but, but we are a podcast called Who Let You Watch That? The podcast that relives the trauma of youth through movies. Today is a special one. My friends, all my friends, it is a very special one. Because yes. we have not just me and not just Gabe. We have a we have a third party in the house again. This is fun. We absolutely do. We have filmmaker. We have uh just gentleman scholar. We have uh you know, honestly a a gearhead when it comes to all things film. Uh I think the dude knows more about every widget and product that's ever been made. More than anyone that I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and uh, I know a bunch of different uh, pretty hardcore film dudes. Um, and uh, this man is uh, is incredible. And you might, I would guess if you've been on TikTok, especially recently, you have seen his incredible skateboarding videos. Uh, the man is Chris Ray and uh, from Chris Ray Films. And we are so excited to have him. Chris, hello. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Welcome. Thank you for being here, brother. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Chris is uh, is not just an incredibly talented filmmaker. Uh, Chris is a really good dude. He's also a friend of mine. Um, he's he's someone that I'm I'm lucky enough to be able to call him my friend. And uh, we are so stoked to have you on today. You picked one of the greatest movies ever made, dude. Absolutely, it's so I great. think a lot of people could argue that. I think that that definitely goes in different directions of of. Uh, I think it's right on the borderline of is it a cult classic? Oh yeah, I think you can argue either way, which is amazing. But it definitely uh, childhood movie of mine for sure. It's wonderful, and I can't wait to dive into it. But uh, we had to welcome you. Normally, we'd wait just a little bit longer. But I mean, you're just—he's. You'll see if you if you see the snippet of the video that we release. I mean, he's very cozy. There's a fireplace behind him. It's very inviting. Also, I mean, he's just got such a smiley face. I couldn't leave the guy <laughs> quiet for too long. Uh, but we do have we have some new business that we need to get into before we dive into this film. So, Chris, if you'll indulge us, Andy has a thing he needs to talk about. Absolutely, yeah. We're 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 several episodes into this, and it's just it's something we should have mentioned from the get go. I just before we go any further in this adventure of podcasting, Gabe, I, we just we have to give a shout out to uh, the the creator, the artist that did our did our logo, our, our super fun logo that you know, is, is there as you click on our podcast and click on our Instagram and everything. Um, our logo uh, was created by, well, I mean, she's, she's my sister-in-law, but you know, more than that, I mean, she's, she does art and everything. Uh, my sister-in-law, her name is Paula Beckman. Um, just want to give her a shout out, Paula. Thank you so much for the logo. It is awesome. Gabe and I love it. We want to see it everywhere in the world and uh, on t-shirts and stickers and skateboard decks and and everything would be awesome <laughs> um so uh she um is is an artist in her spare time um she's an educator first and foremost but if you want to follow her on her her art page on instagram uh it's paula apocalypse um on instagram that's p-a-u-l-a-p-o-c-a-l-y-p-s-e and you could follow her there 
Um, she's on a little bit of hiatus because she's an educator during a pandemic. So her yeah, focus is elsewhere at the moment. <laughs> but it's always cool images and everything. So, Paula, thank you. Paula, you're rad. We love you. Also, Chris, did you notice that it seemed like when Andy was doing that intro that he forgot his sister-in-law's name? It seemed like he was like, uh. I didn't catch that, but she she's definitely a champion for working in uh, education right now during all this. So. Totally. It was also one of those things like, how much do I actually say about Paula? I don't right. I, if I get talking, I could just, I'll tell stories and stories. I'm like, wait, how much do I tell? Yeah. Keep it short and sweet, Andy. We have to have her on, and then that way we follow her lead. Yeah. And she talks there about what go. she wants to talk about. There so, we like, go. Chris, we'll. We'll, we'll find out what you are in the mood to talk about. But, uh, you know, Andy, uh, Andy mentioned our logo on skateboard decks because, you know, I mean, we already we hinted at that. Uh, you know, Chris has some amazing videos that uh, have been out for a good little while. I mean, it seems like every day you have a new dozen incredible videos. I love that you're posting, like, more of the behind-the-scenes stuff where it shows you jumping on the skateboard behind the guys. Yeah. Like, it's pretty rad. But we'll get into that. We want to – we will talk more about the man – but right now, I mean, we have we have some work to do, friends. Oh yes, we, we got to dig into this. Chris Chris gave us a gift, and the gift he gave us was uh, the film Tremors to discuss. And there's lots to discuss. There's lots to dig into on it. But before we do any of that, um, we need to hear from the man who recommended this movie, the man who saw this movie at a young age when he probably shouldn't have. Chris, <laughs> if you would, would you please describe the movie we are going to discuss? In five words or less. I'm going to say uh, most rented movie in 1990. Most rented <laughs> movie in 1990. Yep. Very nice. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Love it. Yeah, wasn't it the? It was. It was like moderate at the box office, but the 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 rental and the VHS sales like tripled the box office. Wasn't it something like that? Yeah, yeah. It definitely had a, a crazy reaction, and it was, you know. It's it's funny because it's one of those films I think that it's not necessarily like it was supposed to be rated R and they definitely Mm -hmm. cut it back. I mean, there was I had read that there was over 26 F-bombs in it and then they they cut that back in order to make it PG and everybody was super happy with that. The the distribution was happy with that and ended up being successful. And, you know, I definitely don't think it's one of the greatest movies of all time. But when you're <laughs> when you're growing up and, you know, it's, it's not like today where where kids have access to every movie in the world on Apple TV. Right. You know, when you're growing up, you might have a dozen VHS tapes and you watch just those over and over. So that was one of the VHSs that was at my house in my collection and uh, one that I just watched all the time. Yeah. I know we we've uh, we've definitely digitally bonded over some of the crazy movies that our parents just m- maybe not on purpose had us watch, but definitely left out and we yeah. watched. You know, I mean, uh, my parents for a good little while worked weird times, so there were there were long period, and I was the oldest kid. My sister's four years younger, so there were long periods where I was like, "Well, I'm going to watch whatever this is" because we didn't <laughs> have anything on demand. And, uh, yeah, I, I was an only child, so for me, it was like almost a movie that, that or movies kind of helped raise me in general. Yeah. You know, like that's kind of where I was exposed to a lot of things, and, and you know, instead of hanging out with a brother or sister, I was, you know, watching Kevin Bacon. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Everyone's older brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the older brother, or depending on your age, father, you you never had. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Uh, uh, so that you described it beautifully in five words or less. Um, Andy, do you want to read us the uh, the the little log line? Yeah, the little log line uh, described as natives of a small town defend themselves against strange underground creatures, which are killing them one by one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, between those two things, I think we all understand it really, really well. I mean, the hope is that everyone has watched this 15 times uh, in preparation for this episode and also just in life. Just in life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, just don't just don't watch the sequels. Right. <laughs> we got we to gotta give that fair warning at the beginning. There's like I think there's like seven or eight sequels. There are so many sequels yeah. Yeah. and a prequel. Oh, that's right. The, yeah. There is one prequel, and then the TV show. And then a TV show. And, yeah. and a failed TV show. <laughs> right. A TV show that did like eight <laughs> episodes or something. So That's insane. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I, you can see, in my opinion, how this film uh, spawned all those other copies. Because, mm-hmm. uh, or sequels, but, you know, poor, poor copies of the original. Because whether you think it's the best film of all time or one of them, um, you cannot deny that it, it's, it's so fun. Absolutely. It is, you know, and, and for being, I mean, it's it's listed as a comedy, but right. it has definitely scary moments. But it's one of those films that it doesn't, it's not filmed at nighttime. You right. know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. filmed in the rain. It's not filmed, it doesn't have a storm that happens. It's set to be in the middle of the Nevada desert at noon. You know, so that's pretty uncommon for like a, a, a scary movie. And uh, I think that as watching it as a kid, you're like, this is a normal movie. And then all of a sudden somebody gets eaten by something in the ground and you're like, whoa, that's, this isn't normal. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's Very, a, yeah. Go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's all outside. It doesn't have like a lot of those horror tropes and everything like you're mentioning. I think there's one scene at night. Yeah. Which yeah. might be maybe like the scariest scene of the whole it's movie. Definitely the scariest. I, <laughs> I think that's an, and my favorite scene. I mean, the, the, Same. the shot of when they go and they find the car that's in the ground and they're cleaning off the headlights. Mm-hmm. I, that's, a genius shot that's just so impactful you know what i mean to yeah. know that there's a car in there and the way that the lights shine at how them, dis- that's just how they amazing. discover it too of just like oh what's that what's that old music playing and everything yeah. you hear the music where's the car love it it's so smart it's so I love, good love that yeah so good yeah I, everything about that i mean we'll so i mean you know the movie released in 1990 shot in 89 right mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep. so yeah, the most rented VHS. That's that's. <laughs> uh, Blockbuster Video. If people remember that place. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. If you're listening to this podcast, you definitely remember Blockbuster <laughs> Video. Um, so directed by the great Ron Underwood, and holy smokes, dude! I mean, Chris, you're a director. Um, this was the guy's first feature film. Very impressive. I mean, in my opinion, very, very, very impressive. His first thing. I mean, he'd done some TV here and there. He'd done like, uh, I think, I know it was a writer that was in the military. But he had done some crazy wild stuff that was, you know, some 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 people saw some things, but it wasn't a bunch. He wasn't doing a lot of yeah. stuff, and he didn't do anything that was as heavy as this. And then he does Tremors, which is a massive special effects, you know, fairly big budget. Fairly big budget, feature. yeah. I mean, Kevin Bacon was certainly big <laughs> at the time, you know. So, uh and I was I was impressed looking at that again just saying like, wow, you know, the the direction and the cinematography for a, a super fun like creature feature movie, 
really, really effective. Yeah. Absolutely. Even the producers on it, I think I read that they were, they had done a few of my other uh, favorite films, which I didn't know until recently, but like City Slickers was mm -hmm. another one growing up that yeah. I watched that I just loved. Billy Crystal in that movie was amazing. Um, one of my all-time favorites, Short Circuit, they were involved in that one also. That's yeah. one of the best. That's, that's, that's one that needs to be remade. Maybe, is that what Wally is? Did Wally... Well, he's modeled remake? after the, yeah. yeah Johnny Five. Like he's very but it's very cartoon, similar, right? Yeah. Animation. Okay, yeah. They need to remake Short Circuit. They did. It's called real, Short real Circuit Two, and it's it's amazing. <laughs> is is it out there? Is it like more recent? Is it HD or is no, it no no no? Have, uh, no, dude. Have you did you did you I've, know there was I've a Short that, Circuit yeah. Two? Yeah, yeah. But it was like back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. The one yeah Johnny I, Five I, is alive. Johnny Five is alive. He's golden. He's always oh, golden. That's uh, right. Los Locals. He is golden. He yeah. is golden. Los Locals that's right. kick that's your amazing. teeth, your face, your balls into outer space. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. But we're not talking about that right yes. now. Yes. You're right. But the, the producers did a lot of amazing hits. You know, Ron Underwood does Tremors, and then he does City Slickers, and then he does uh, Heart and Soul, I think, is the one. Uh, and You're then he out a real important one. And then uh, Mighty Joe Young, I think, and then where is it? Give me the give me the most important one, though, Gabe. Oh, I I don't know. Just I think the worst movie ever made, Pluto <laughs> Nash. <laughs> I never seen that. Yeah, uh, dude. I mean, I have. It's awful. Um, but <laughs> I think it's it's sort of widely known as like next to the room. I think it's one of the worst movies. It's certainly one of the worst movies box office wise. It's like one okay. of the biggest flops, especially for trying to be like a real movie. It's one of those things yeah. where it is it is a train wreck and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and it is and it's a big budget too, starring Eddie Murphy. Oh, mm -hmm. awful yeah. awful thing. And it looks Please. like it killed the film career of <laughs> Mr. Ron Underwood. Uh, he, he's had a very successful career on, on on television since then. Yeah, with a few, even a few long series runs. But I mean, dude hasn't made another movie <laughs> since Pluto that, Nash. That's that's one thing about these like these films too is that there's certain actors in it and just people that you kind of grew up watching. Yeah, and then I I fall in this wormhole on the internet of like where's this person at? Where what happened to this person? And like what are they doing today? And yeah. they might live right by me. I have no idea. And I don't know if you guys saw, but the uh, the actress um, Finn Carter, mm -hmm. who, who plays that, she's like the scientist, and I guess you could say in that movie. Did yeah. you guys read what happened to her? No, no. So in uh, 2019, she was arrested in Vegas with a stolen car and like 14 credit cards. Um, not looking good. Um, that's that's where she was at as of like last year. <laughs> oh, so. No. Um, what you would not expect, right? So, yeah, dude. She has such crazy. a promising seismology career. I really yeah. thought. <laughs> yeah. I think, the, I think the desert sun gets to people. So it's, I mean, clearly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, our, our boy Michael Gross. I was going to say, she should have gone down the Michael Gross route and just, hey, do you want me to be in every <laughs> Tremors thing ever? Because yeah. I would love to do yeah. that. In that movie, how badass was him and Reba? Like when they pop in and they have all the guns and just like... Amazing, amazing. Uh, a thing that in my family, uh, who happens to be, you know, v very much into guns, that's something that's brought up at like every family reunion meeting dinner. It's always like, ah, that scene, oh, that's great. Yeah. How great would it be to have the full wall of guns like that? That wall of guns is unbelievable. I think, I think we all know somebody in our lives that wants to be that couple. Absolutely. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah. That's what, that's what made it, it's, makes it, you look back and it's so relatable and you're just like, 
man, these were all real people in here, you know? Mm -hmm. and totally. Definitely a diverse cast, you know what I mean? Like, everybody was so different, and then just the, the two main guys having that, you know, that brotherly love, and just, I don't know, it was a, it was a definitely a good, like, good cast to have, and a good rounding. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right, brother. Yeah. There's, there's so much to discuss. We want to jump into this whole thing. I think intro and background, I think we pretty much covered it, right? There's nothing that we left out glaring, right, Andy? No. I think we did enough. I think, yeah, I think, that, I think that's fantastic. Okay, I think so, we nailed it all across the board. Beautiful. So, Chris, we need to hear, man. Can you tell us the story of when you first saw this as best you can? Well, let's see. I don't, I don't remember necessarily the first time I saw it. I just know I had a stack of VHSs in my house. Um, I wasn't even 10 years old yet at that point. So I was definitely watching it at a young age. Um, but it was just one of those ones that was on repeat in my house. You know, and it came on recently on TV. And, and it kind of brought back all these memories. And I think that there's, it hit me in that moment of like, when I started watching scenes and seeing the movie, it was like, oh my gosh. I forgot about this and like you know this was in my life and it just it the whole movie kind of reconnected in my head and uh it was just incredible to rewatch and and i love you know bringing my son in and saying hey i grew up watching this you're gonna like this movie so <laughs> i see him get sucked into it too oh man okay so i mean you're, we're we're jumping all over the place but i mean your your boy is the same age as my daughter Yep. So you you brought him in while you were watching. It was on he TV. Was already, he was already yeah. He was already in the living room, kind of watching it. And uh -huh. you know, it's uh, it's one of those movies that I'm like, oh, like we're gonna watch this. And then certain scenes happen, and I'm like, oh, I, wait, should I let him watch this? I don't know. You know what I mean? And it's like you don't remember what's happening until then, you know. So uh, um, so yeah, I had to be kind of reminded as I was watching it. Like, is this gonna be scary for him? I can't I can't tell. So. So, I mean, you know, he's, he's, uh, is he, is he eight still or is he nine? Now? He's eight. Yep. He's okay. eight. Yeah. So he's eight, dude. Yep. And I mean, I saw it, I saw it when I was eight then. Yeah. Yeah. So this so. is, this is full circle. And this is full spoiler circle. alert. I mean, there's a whole section where we ask if you would show your kid this and your answer is yeah. But was it, was it edited? Like it was on TV. Was it yeah, like yeah. a cable net or okay, it was edited. definitely edited. Um, yeah, definitely edited, and uh, I don't think we got through the whole thing, to be honest. You know, I think mm -hmm. he, he's kind of, he's eight years old, so apparently he's in charge of the TV in our house. So, <laughs> um, so I lost that battle pretty quick. <laughs> All right, well, well, thinking, thinking back then to when you were a kid, on, on the rewatch, whatever was kind of bringing up those memories, was there a, a particular scene or something that you remember, like, really blew you away when you were a kid? Definitely that, that night scene, um, I, I was definitely blown away with, with the husband and wife. You know, I'm, I'm bad with the names right now, but the, the whole, like, the, the doctor truck and the guns. Wife. Yeah, it's, or the, it's just having their, their, the guns and everything and having the weapons and being so, like, badass. Um, you know, but even, like, the two guys just having that, like, that bromance and, like, being, like, picking on each other but being such good friends, you know, like everybody kind of had this relationship in the movie and even being young and watching it that was something that i caught on to and i i really i saw that everybody was there and i was able you know everybody was a good guy in that movie so you were kind of cheering for everybody and that was that was something that i caught on to on a, at a young age yeah oh definitely i can imagine you know being yeah. the only child too it's like that's that stuff you pick up on yeah. right away totally so andy how about you man i mean probably you know the First time watching, actually, something that I noticed right off the bat is 
as Chris, you know, was saying, I think that I saw this movie probably about the same thing, probably about like eight years old, you know, 1990, 1991. But I want to say, or at least I thought in watching this that I had saw it on like TNT or TBS or something because of the language that I saw the movie, you know, um, how they had, you know, some of the things where, uh, you know, can you fly sucker? And we killed that mother. We killed that mother humper. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is edited for TV. This is an edited version right. of the movie. Yeah. Um, no, like that's just that's the movie, and it's because they edited it all up and um, got it away from that R rating, like Chris was saying to begin with. That they got rid of all those all those f bombs in there. I think there's, I think there's only one. Hard. There's one. You're, yeah, I read you're allowed to get away with one. Yeah, and yeah. Keep it PG. Mm-hmm. See, so. yeah, it's just the one where it crashes on the wall and he just it drops the yeah. big fu yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like so. For me, it was one of those things where it it, I think that it being like a PG thirteen movie, made it almost, <laughs> made it almost uh, a little bit more welcoming to to my family and stuff. At, even though we watched some crazy things. It was almost more welcome because it didn't have a lot of f bombs and stuff in it. I mean, yeah, talking to me now, Gabe, you wouldn't know, but language in my house growing up was a was a big problem. (laughs) (laughs) Violence, sex, gore, and everything that was fine in movies, but if it had a bunch of f words in it, that's where my mom would be like, "Ooh, I think we need to turn something off." (laughs) So this movie, yeah, it had a little bit of gore, but with one f bomb in there, I think we can watch this time and time again. Yeah. Yeah, th- this one, I, it's similar story to you guys. Um, I, I remember distinctly we watched it on VHS when it came out. Like, it was it was a thing, like, and it wasn't even, like, my parents would sometimes watch an iffy movie, you know, together when we went to bed. And then, like, not me and my parents went to bed, obviously, when me and my sister were kids and went to bed. <laughs> then our parents would stay up and watch. I phrased that weird. Thanks anyway. for clarifying that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but yeah, they we, they rented this one, and I think they were like, "Oh, it's PG thirteen, especially in the eighties and early nineties. PG thirteen was like very close to what R is today. I oh, mean, there absolutely. were there were boobs, and there was always crazy language. There was always gnarly stuff. But yeah, in my house, language was fine. Sex was really the only thing that wasn't okay. Like, <laughs> sex was like, oh, that's not okay. Uh, but like, yeah. Dudes could be run over with steamrollers and their heads blown <laughs> off and stuff, and it was like, ah, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's America for you guys. But uh, my, I remember we watched the the VHS, and I was like, I was blown away. I loved it. I've I've talked about on this ep- on this podcast before. Like, my mom was a theater person, so when stuff was really gnarly, she would explain to me like, oh, they did this with corn syrup and like crumbled up this and latex and all that cool stuff. So it was always really fun. She was. She made a point to do that if she saw me being scared or being really interested. She'd be like, you know how they did that? And it was always cool. But like you, Chris, after we saw that VHS, it somehow, I I've, I swear I got it. I don't remember this specifically, but I swear that I got it for Christmas. Like, I remember mm. the VHS, like, being in my stocking. Like, I thought about that, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Like, I have a collection of VHSs over in the corner, and Tremors is there, and it's wow. the original one, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I got this in my stocking <laughs> and That's watched it all the time, man. Yeah. I picture just like the worm, the, the graboid sticking out of your stocking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It was great. It it definitely the scary stuff like the doctor at the night scene, the doctor getting sucked into the ground and him like screaming and and the the visual of like the wife sliding him the two by four and he immediately snaps it and it like hits her in real life, like hits her in the head and he's like going down that scared the heck out of me, man. Like that one totally scared me. But again, I mean, I I can still vividly, vividly remember like seeing, you know, the, the wide shot and it's like kind of the, on the other side of the dune and you see like the headlights and they're flickering as they're being, you know, covered with dirt. Basically It, it was, it's just so cool. So, Whatever I was scared with, it wasn't like a horror film. It wasn't like a slasher where you're scared and you're like, oh, no. And then there's like this bloody aftermath and, you know, whatever. Like this was like, oh, no, it's okay because it's the next day is going to be it's going to be bright and sunny and fun and great. And there'll be you'll get to go on this this adventure with Val and Earl, who are just the coolest dudes ever. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't realize it that uh, that was filmed in Lone, Lone Pine. Oh, yeah, 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 Lone Pine, California. Okay, so that was filmed in Lone Pine, and I was just out there recently for a shoot, and we drove by uh, the, they have, like, a film museum out there, and my buddy had said, like, oh, yeah, there's a film museum, they'd film a lot of westerns out here, and blah, blah, and, you know, I was like, okay, whatever, and then as I came back, I realized that's where they filmed Tremors, and they actually have the head there that you can go in there and check it out. Um, that they used in the movie, yeah, and, and I was like, I was so mad at myself for not stopping by because Lone Pine's not close, right? So, so, yeah, um, <laughs> that's a yeah. drive. So I was bummed about that. Yeah, so I was bummed about that. I was like, man, I was, I was there because I'm a, I'm a huge nerd for movie locations. I love going to where places uh, where there's movie scenes or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, Lone Pine, California. Man, yeah, I I read that they like they built the whole town. You know, it's yep. not much to it. They built the whole town in like two months, and then as soon as they finished, they scrapped the whole thing. Like they took the whole thing down. <laughs> yep, so it's like, absolutely. It would have been so yeah, cool. <laughs> they had the because I think it was last year the thirtieth anniversary, and I think they had a reunion, and uh, I think it was I want to say Michael Gross was the only one that showed up. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's right. Shocking, yeah. shocking. So uh, yeah, so he showed up, and uh, I just yeah, it just it's funny, man. Uh-huh. I, I mean, yeah, that dude has made this his bread and butter. But that, okay, yeah, that that's his life now, <laughs> which which is cool, man. Else? We should all be so lucky. Else? I mean, you know, uh, Family Ties did Family Ties, and you okay. know, earned uh, you know, I'm sure an Emmy or two, and was widely respected and very very successful. Huge show, you know, launched Michael J. Fox's career. But then the series ends, and literally the next day, he's filming Tremors. <laughs> Yeah, I, did you guys did you guys know it's the only movie that Kevin Bacon's rewatched after a premiere? No, the only one, only one in his whole career. Really? Yeah, did not know that. <laughs> and he won't do sequels, but he's open to doing a sequel on this one. And this was recent news. I read I read that like like a week ago. A week he's ago, like, he's he like, said I'm that. I'm in. I want to do this. That would be so much yeah. fun. And I think it almost happened a few years ago, and they but they couldn't get it picked up. Uh-huh. But um. I don't know. I could see. I could see that one coming in. You know, I could see that being a Netflix piece. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They take everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything. Yeah, that's star driven. And I would say Kevin Bacon is still, still pretty legit. People. Uh, I Mike, mean, <laughs> Michael Gross better watch out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael Gross is going to visit <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Hey. Yeah, he's going to show is, up with a real elephant gun. This is my turf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the tremors. Other thing, <laughs> the other thing too was that, uh, you know, growing up. 
and seeing that movie, it's crazy that like my first encounter with Reba as an actress, right? Yeah. So yeah, same. So seeing her in that movie, that was that was her first film. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that I never put the two and two together. And when it came on the other day, my wife is a huge Reba fan. So that was kind of my pitch to her of like, we're gonna watch. Did you know see Reba's in this? I was like, that's Reba, right? She's like, it's yeah. Reba. And I'm like, yeah, we should all watch this. So, um, you know, this family movie with Reba McIntyre. Yeah. So, and then of course, you know, people start getting eaten and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I remember this. I re- it all clicks again. <laughs> oh, sorry, babe. I forgot that everyone gets eaten. But also Reba, and she's she's genuinely great in it. You know, she's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I think she Absolutely. won something, some sort of like Saturn or, you know, sci-fi movie award thing for like best supporting actress or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, oh, you know what I read? Okay. Because like I said, I go into this wormhole of like reading about all these things. Yeah. She missed her honeymoon to film that movie or she postponed it. Whoa. That's yeah, all. I had, I, had, I had written it down. It was, uh, it was something super interesting because I remember reading that like, the movie outlasted her her marriage. (laughs) (laughs) And then Uh, she didn't do any of the sequels. They had to, uh, because I I started thinking about that because Michael Gross is in all of them. Yeah. Well, where's Reba? Does she... Did she die in a sequel or something? Like, <laughs> no, they get divorced, or they yeah. talk about they got divorced in the second one. Yeah, they write her out. <laughs> yeah, he's all sad and yeah. talks about like, yeah, well, the divorce, yeah. like, and and the other the other thing I had, had written down just so I can remember, but when this came out, actually, Kevin Bacon thought it was the lowest point of his career. Mm-hmm. I read so that too. He, yeah. yeah, he had told his wife, you know, like. Like, I think he broke down crying of, like, Tremors was, like, the worst thing I did. So to hear him say that it's the only sequel he's ever watched after a premiere and that he wants to redo it, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's one, like, I think, you know, Andy said before we started recording, he's like, dude, watching this, like, the movie holds up. I agree. I think it's so much fun. I, I, I think it's... It doesn't feel like a lot of late 80s, early 90s movies where you're like... All right, this is pretty cheese ball, you know. Like it's it's pretty cheesy. Like it's the subject matter. Yeah, it's it's silly. It's a it's a like a 1950s sci-fi. It's like a bad episode of Twilight Zone or something. Yeah. But everyone did it, like you said, Chris. Like everybody was really you know giving it their all. Like all the actors, you know, took it seriously. Everyone did a great job. Like it shows, and you know, I mean, it was. From a from a technical perspective, you know, from a, from like a filmmaking perspective, it looks good. It's you know, it's beautifully shot. Like, hey, I mean, the location is incredible. You know, it's really yeah. really pretty, and yeah, everybody's you know beautifully lit by natural light. Like, you know, it, yeah. it looks really cool, and it's it's a good one to watch in HD too. It's like it's fun. The real question is, is it a cult classic? I don't know. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no. I, I think it's right on the border. Yeah. But I'm gonna say no. Maybe yeah. it's because of all the sequels who kind of ruined it. I don't know. Yeah, I think for it to be cult classic, it ha- it ha- it can't be mainstream. And I think too many people know about it. Yeah. Know, what do you think? Actually, that's that's a very good thing saying just how many people have seen it and everything. Yeah. Um, actually, because I was almost thinking that the sequels are kind of what made it culty because now you have this whole. I don't know tremors, tremors verse sort of thing. You yeah. Know, now. Yeah. Um, but man, that's a good point about it being mainstream because. Uh, but 
it it's you're definitely right. It's definitely on that border yeah. of but a cult classic or just a straight up classic. But even though it's mainstream, like I think it's a it's a great movie, like we oh, talked yeah. about, and everything's well lit. But it's like there's still something bad to it. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's still you know what it's, I mean? so it's, it's like, still cheesy at its core. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's such a it's such a tough one. But I was definitely like I started the research. So I'm like, is it a cult classic? And mm-hmm. kind of like seeing the arguments, and nobody would kind of quite clarify if it was. So I would. Right. I would like to. I don't know. Maybe one day you guys do a podcast. It's a. Uh, top 10 cult classics you know <laughs> we'll do 20. we'll do an offshoot man we'll do an offshoot yeah, and we'll have you yeah. back and we'll have like okay. a a film historian to go into yeah. that but there all i go. can say is the creatures are called graboids yeah it's gotta i i think you're not gonna offend anyone saying it's a cult classic you know <laughs> i think you can <laughs> <True>. go either way <laughs> or it did, i guess it just depends on your age right yeah yeah you i guess hope. yeah i mean ask your son what does he think <laughs> <laughs> So all right, they don't so, make cold classics anymore. So. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, you know, you, you you saw it, we saw it. You know, um, you touched on this a little bit, but how would you say like Tremors and and other films like it, and maybe even the bigger experience of being an only kid and you know having these movies kind of raise you? Like, how did it affect you? I mean, I think it's just it it movies i love movies right and right. it's funny because my wife does not love like movies and i enjoy like you know i travel a lot so i'm on flights like it's movie time for me it's something i actually enjoy to do yeah um, to watch um but i think movies give you inspiration i mean i i think and i think that even at a young age i didn't know one day i wanted to be a filmmaker but i think that i really liked those movies i liked what they did and i didn't realize why but now looking back, I see those things and I'm like, okay, these these are what helped inspire me as I was growing up to kind of go towards the way I wanted without even realizing it. So I think that, you know, that played a huge part in, in my life, you know, of just being inspired. And, you know, I, I drive by a movie set in L.A. and I still just, my eyes light up. I'm just like looking at everything and I'm just... You know, and I'm, I'm on those sets sometimes, but I just love seeing the people work. I love seeing the people behind the scenes. I love, it's just, I don't know. Like I said, movie locations, seeing actual stuff being filmed, it still gets me excited. Man, very much so. I, I Chris, you, you're speaking my language. I, mm. I love movies. During this whole pandemic year, I have horribly missed just, you know, we do so much stuff where we watch movies from home and you watch mm. things on demand. But to me, still, there's something special about actually going to the theater and mm-hmm. watching a movie on a big screen and everything. And it's just, this is the sort of movie that, you know, I don't think I've ever seen it on a big screen, but I'd love to see it on a big screen. I'd love to see it in a, in a, in a drive, uh, yeah. a drive-in. I think this yeah. would be a fantastic drive-in With sort all of the movie. humps already built in? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Give me that experience because this movie, like, cries for it, you know? And it's... yeah. yeah. Um, and then something else that sticks out for me with with this movie is just, you know, at its at its core, it's it's a creature feature. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's up there. You know, with like those sorts of things. Like, I mean, more serious, but like things like Jaws and stuff. You know, it's totally. It's totally. essentially, you know, it's it's land sharks. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> that does remind me, though, is that growing up and seeing these kind of films at a young age, the main fear it did throw into me was not seeing not being able to see what's under me so watching mm-hmm. like growing up and watching tales from the crypt or watching jaws 
or watching this kind of film, I don't like swimming in water that I can't see through. Yeah. Ooh, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't like lakes. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, Creepshow um, killed that for me. <laughs> Creepshow was bad, the one where the blob goes through yep. the cracks and gets yep. the girl. That's the one. But yet I watched it all the time. Same. You know? I watched Just that. That was on repeat. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and pff, that stuff scared. And still, like, I try to go surfing here and there, but it's on my mind the whole time. So it's still <laughs> affecting me till today, you know? Man, everyone that I know that surfs and stuff, too, and maybe it's rightfully so. They are all just terrified of sharks. One of my one of my yeah. very good friends. As they should be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he, he won't watch Jaws and everything. Like he he hates it. Yeah. But he loves to surf. He loves yeah. to get out there and everything. But he just he can't he can't do it at all. Yeah. And kind of the other thing that I love uh, about this movie uh, and that affected me is that marriage between horror and like comedy there's just something yep. special absolutely uh, about that when you can do it right like this movie does it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful it's fantastic you can do it incredibly wrong and tones off and everything yeah but this one man it nails it and it's i i i love it yeah um and then like you it reminded me actually chris what you were saying um we i have family that lives in arizona so we used to do that drive from from here to arizona to uh to phoenix all the time as kids and once you just hit that emptiness first movie that always popped in my mind was tremors like yeah oh no totally. if we get stuck out here it's game over there's gonna be <laughs> yeah, gravel totally. around us in yeah. no time just oh yeah but, chris tell andy where you grow up where you grew up dude i well i grew up in mesquite nevada okay for a while so yeah little little nowhere you know <laughs> see that's gonna yeah streetlight see the movie like so. this <laughs> they are around you, my friend. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You exactly. grew up with actual graboids. <laughs> I don't think there was actual. Has there been another movie that's kind of in this style of animals in the ground chasing you? N- not that I know of. Um, not to name drop, but I, I worked for Jerry Zucker's company for a little while, mm-hmm. and there was a movie in development that I got to play with the script uh, f- uh, for probably about three or four weeks um, just writing notes and tweaking scenes and playing with, it was a lot of fun. And uh, it was very similar. It was, it was even billed as like, Oh, it's, it's, it's very much in the vein of tremors, but it's, it hasn't seen the light of day. I mean, that was, that was in 2008. Um, That's crazy. So the whole time you were, you were thinking about that. Did you have tremors be inspiration to your writing? Yeah, so it was it was a script that came into us, and we had it, and it was it was there, and um, I was the, I it was sort of like dropped in my lap as like, okay, well you're gonna, you're gonna play with this for a little while, and it was like, okay, cool, right on, uh, this will be this will be my baby for a little bit, <laughs> um, so yeah, and I, I went and watched, I read the thing, it was a really cool script, I, I really I forget what it was called, um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I read it and loved it, and I was like, "Oh, this is so fun!" And then that night, I watched Tremors, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in, in the <laughs> headspace on this." Here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what about you, Gabe? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> very similar experiences to both of you. Again, I mean, I'm, I guess we're, we're all we're all similar dudes, uh, same age <laughs> and stuff, you know. So, I guess we're gonna have similar experiences. But uh, Tremors specifically you know uh yeah creature features all these things but i mean tremors was really important to me uh because it was one of these ones that specifically triggered my love of like horror and comedy i was a huge comedy guy loved it i mean 
I was watching, I think it, I want to say it like seven or eight. My mom got me into Monty Python and, yeah. or no, I'm sorry. My, well, yes, a Monty Python, but Benny Hill was my first one because Benny Hill okay. is way more childish, way more <laughs> ridiculous. And, you know, it's just so silly and fun. Um, so I loved comedies of all kinds. You know, uh, Chris, I know of like, we both loved uh, Andy. I'm sure you did too. The Richard Pryor and the Gene Wilder Absolutely. movies, like those are those yeah. are so freaking funny and way way more inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. You know, it's, it's, those are R-rated comedies, man, yeah. and they're great. But uh, I don't know. In our in our house, it was like if it made you laugh, it was okay. So it's like my parents didn't really care if there were so many F words. But Tremors was one of these ones that made me go, oh my gosh, like you can have something be super fun and funny, but also totally scary. And I think that's my favorite way to ingest horror, you know, because I was, I had an overactive imagination as a kid. So whenever I saw spooky things, they like haunted me and they like, they were like in my room, they were in the hallway, Mm -hmm. like it was always wild. So uh, to to know that like okay I can I'll take this bitter pill of of scary because I I I like what it does to me for some reason but oh man if it's wrapped in this delicious comedy basket or, or chocolate then I'll eat it and I'll be fine I'm not gonna eat a basket Absolutely. I don't know why I use that but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like you know the, Tremors is one of those ones where it's like yeah and I watched it all the time it was hilarious Val and Earl were like the coolest dudes they reminded me of my uncles my my mom's youngest brothers, they were like my idols growing up and they were they trashed on it they trashed each other constantly, but they loved each other and it was fun and cool. Their language was way worse. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so uh but yeah, th- so you know, how it it kind of uh, uh, affected me, I guess. I mean, th- this movie and movies like it, you know, with the creep show vein, mm-hmm. it's like I think it showed me, it definitely inspired me. I've 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 been a writer my whole life. I've written fun stories and told silly stories and I've always been, you know, kind of a, a goof. And I would say Tremors and other movies like it definitely set me on that path. Showed me like, oh, this is what you can do. You can you can tell a really awesome, compelling story that has spooky moments, but also is super fun. And I think that even reflects in, in my first feature, which, oops, I hit the thing. But my first feature that I directed, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a funny one, but has like some spooky moments and and elements and and all that and um, i'm definitely sounding like a like a name droppy douche right now talking about <laughs> these things no, but it I'm totally thinking, works I'm, I'm i'm thinking how can we get michael gross in your next film oh so, dude absolutely i think that's easy right <laughs> i think it's easy yeah i yeah. think i think like a big mac and a hundred dollars would probably yeah, do it you, you mentioned go. tremors you know and yeah that's true <laughs> i think if you just start talking about it he'll he'll appear yeah. michael gross you are awesome we love you Please. Oh, dude, he's outside. <laughs> yeah. he, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, he is my neighbor. We planted this. It's like a I do have to signal. ask you this. Uh, somebody, and I have to ask you this because somebody posted it on, on Instagram the other day, and it, it, it was the most random question you don't usually see, and it was, especially because it was by a skateboarder. But he had posted, what's a movie that made you cry? I don't know why he was asking everybody this, but I thought it was such a good question. Because that's obviously like a powerful movie. Um, mine personally was a was a recent one, and it was I watched it on a flight with a bunch of skateboarders, and I was definitely like, oh, this is, you know, got something <laughs> in my eye here. Uh, a Star Is Born. Oh yeah, 
Mm-hmm. That one, that one, that just heartbreaking. Just dug into your soul. I mean, yeah, it, it is. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, th- that one, that one got you, huh? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Andy, how about so you? I liked Gaga. I liked Gaga in that movie too. So, she, dude, everyone was, was awesome in that movie. Yeah, they really were. Was. Man, we see. I I need to see that. I think that's on the. I I didn't give it the time of day when that movie came out and everything. But in my defense, I worked in retail. And that soundtrack played nonstop. And it, <laughs> I love the soundtrack. I it love was, it. Actually. I loved it until I heard it. <laughs> yeah, if you had the, to hear it all day. For the 900th time, I can only hear Shallow. Yeah. And I, but you know what? I, I've heard that it's fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. One of our good friends, Adam, he said the same thing, that that movie just ruins him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just, you know, it gets him. So, man, I need to, okay. I've heard it from enough people. I need to, I need to make this a thing. Yeah. Let me know when you watch it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Especially those of us that have pursued a career in the arts and have failed or not made it or whatever. It just like, yeah, it, it, it really, it digs into you. Man, okay. Bit, you know? Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I've always been super emotional. I really get that from my mom. My mom's the type of person that like, you know, cries at the Kleenex commercials and stuff. I'm definitely yeah. not that bad, but I've <laughs> always been really, really emotional and a lot of just dumb things make me cry. Um, I, I, I have more than I could even. I, Chris, I'm like embarrassed to even say all the ones <laughs> that that get me. But uh, I, I, I will tell you the most recent one I cried at, uh, and that was totally stupid. And this is gonna sound so lame, but you know, whatever. If you could cry on the on the plane with a bunch of skateboarders, I can, I can fess up to this right now. It was, uh, it was the Pixar film Wall-E that we talked about okay. a minute ago. We rewatched it recently, and I had my kids like dogpile me, like watching it on the couch. That's usually how we watch movies. Yeah, is you know, daughters kind of on my lap or laid this way, and then the boys are just like with their heads burrowed into my side. It's always just awesome. My favorite way to watch a movie, and it was. <laughs> it was when my one of my boys realized that they were on earth and like humans had destroyed the earth oh, no. and he asked he's just like is that really gonna happen like he's asking this thing like yeah. are we really gonna do like are we gonna do that like my kid's four and i'm like oh, yeah, no. yeah I, and i wanted to be like well, we're doing it already, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. but, but no, like it got me. I was just like, "Oh no, buddy, this is just a movie." But it's important that we, you know, we yeah. take care of the earth and ball. You know, we're yeah. we're nature lovers and we go hiking all the time. So the totally. kids get that message enough. But I said that thing, and then like my daughter knowingly looks up at me after I give him that answer, and she like like snuggles into me, and I, dude, I don't know what it yeah. was. Perfect. Perfect, Everything. you know, s- scenario. Yes. But yeah, I just started crying. <laughs> Pixar, man, they know how to they know how to get you, even yeah. if it's animation. Yeah. Oh, totally. Well, totally. <laughs> to go along with that, man. I mean, just because you know Disney Plus is our favorite station or streaming service at home. Yeah. Um, make sure you use the promo code Disney Plus. Um, give us Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but um, uh, is that movie Onward? That was the, oh, that was the first Onward, thing that popped yeah. in my head. Man, that that I cried so hard at that movie. Anything with dad stuff, yeah, is yeah. my Achilles heel. Well, I, I cry at everything. I'm like Gabe, um, but anything with dad stuff is always just my Achilles heel. Especially now as a dad. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, man! Like that totally. stuff at the end. Like I was sitting there next to my wife and my kid. He's 
you know, my kid watches parts of movies and we just continue to watch it. But it was just one of those things where I'm bawling my eyes out and my wife is just kind of, you know, she's crying too, but not as bad as me. And then like my kid's just like, dad's sad. Dad, Papa, Papa sad. Papa sad. <laughs> like, yeah, buddy, why don't you come up here and give me a hug? <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet, but I heard Souls on that level too, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Soul I haven't seen yet. Soul yet either. Yeah, so. I heard it. I heard it definitely is like a good message and one of those makes you think at the end. Yeah, On, <laughs> Onward was the last movie I ugly cried at, and and it had nothing to do with like my kids saying something cute or snuggling yeah. me or nothing. I was like seeing that when it gets to the end, I ju- I cried like three or four times throughout that movie. I really yeah. did. Like Andy, my dad died when I like years ago, and mm. it was something that's very <laughs> very sad obviously but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah when when they have their touching moment at the end i was destroyed <laughs> thanks a lot disney yeah yeah <laughs> i was uh, it reminds me of seeing i mean we're really going on a on a tangent here but you yeah. you asked the the provocative question but it's a good I question though yeah. yeah i love it 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 reminds me of i <laughs> right after my dad died my girlfriend at the time took me to go see uh, Tim Burton's Big Fish. Oh, uh, my she's gosh, like, you yes. like Tim Burton movies. These are fun. This is this will be fun. And I was like, cool, right on. Well, the whole story, from what I remember, I only saw it that one time and had a breakdown <laughs> in the theater. Uh, like, the dude's like, he's trying to piece together his dad's story or he's doing, he's on this hunt to, oh, geez. to learn about, like, his dad that he never really knew. And yep. Yeah, it, it's something like that. And at the end... I think his dad's like in a hospital bed or something like that. Oh my gosh. Like That's, she yep. she looked over at me with tears in her eyes and she was like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, <laughs> we have to go. <laughs> you had to, is that what caused the breakup? Uh, no, her, her okay. being a, a, kind of a crappy person. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But, uh, but yeah, that was definitely, I'm, I'm sure, the nail in the coffin. Yes. <laughs> it was definitely big yes. fish. Man, yeah. man, for me now, you know what makes me cry is just either is third week in a row. Let's talk about it, Manchester Orchestra music videos. Oh yeah, yeah, such a good album. I, mean, I just I've... I cry at that and I cry at TikToks. <laughs> Dude, Dude I'm I get it. Those the TikToks right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty fun. My wife and I just sending each other like parenting or <laughs> marriage TikToks where it's just like we try yeah. to make each other cry. <laughs> the uh the I'm, I'm sucked something. into all the I'm sucked into the uh, marriage the husband wife pranks. Yeah, I'm loving that, <laughs> loving it. They're so good. Oh, uh, guys, I I love you that you that you're that you can wade through. I w- I did TikTok for like two weeks, two days. I think it was game. It was really short. <laughs> I was yeah. like I was on, and I didn't get through the algorithm. I didn't I didn't. I, I guess I didn't devote enough time to it where I didn't yeah. break through the algorithm to find what actually speaks to me. All I saw was like dudes with like stupid money advice, uh, girls shaking their booties. Uh, and then I would say like just gen- like general stuff, like a lot of people dancing, just dancing. Yeah. And I was like, none of this. I mean, I mean, girls shaking their booties are great, but you. it's like, yeah. I don't need that. I'm good. I don't. I'm with you. No, just, I'm with you. It took. I, I downloaded it, was on it, and I was like, 
I don't get it, you yep. know, but also with my, my job and position, I was like, I need to try to understand what's going on here. Yeah. And, uh, and then it, yeah, yeah, the algorithm uh, really exactly started to figure yeah. out and was like, once the algorithm hit and it was like everything I was into, everything I was into, it definitely, it's, it makes Instagram look so boring. Yeah. So, so boring. Uh, I've, I've heard, I, I mean, clearly yeah. it's very successful. I'm, I'm sounding yeah. like an old man. I never thought in a million years that the Tremors episode would have <laughs> us talking about old man TikTok stuff I, and what makes you cry. I never thought I'd be on a podcast talking about Tremors. You know? I think Tremors, Tremors was only like brought back into my memory and reminded because it popped on TV the other day. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you threw yeah. it out there, man. But Gabe, that's if, the strength if, hey. of this movie. It, deep down, it's a family movie, you know? Yeah. All right, if there's a remake, the three of us are going to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. We'll be there. And we're doing the drive-in. We're doing the drive-in like you want, Andy. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm on board, man. Okay. <laughs> we'll be the three of us, we'll, yep. <laughs> you know. Although my wife did take me uh, to a revival. There used to be a place... In, uh, in in South Orange County that on Wednesday nights did oh. old-timey movies. Do you remember? I think we went to we went Back to, to the Future or something together. We went, they oh, brought the DeLorean. That's my favorite movie. Yeah. Oh, that's your favorite? Favorite movie. Favorite Chris, one. That is my favorite movie. That, Dude. I, I love that movie. Back to the Future is my happy, sick day, lazy day. It's it's my perfect movie. That's the movie that goes on any of those days. It's, it's on. Well, I drive a Toyota because of... Michael J. Fox. There we go. I might skateboard because of him. I'm not sure. But did you? we live right by the mall that they filmed that scene, if In, you guys haven't been there. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's I, really close. Yep. Yeah. Kim Kim grew up, my wife grew up down the street from that mall. Yeah. That's so, amazing. Yeah, we've been there many times. There's a really awesome, I think it's a hot pot place that's across the street from it. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> super uh, good. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> Well, hey, we've gone off the rails. We got to bring this back in. We're talking tremors, okay? <laughs> We're talking tremors. We talked about how it affected us. Uh, you watched it again for the show. You know, you've talked a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. A part of us discussing, you know, rewatching it for the show is is stuff that jumped out at you. Certain things. Now we've we've touched on a lot of these scenes. We really have. But is there is there something else? Is there anything else you might have jotted down, or something that you remembered? Specific scenes that were super rad. Something that really, you know, stuck with you on the rewatch. And you know, I, I think it was really like I had mentioned earlier of the it the, it was not a scary movie taking place in a dark time and so on. That's something that really stood out to me. Um, the other thing that stood out to me was the whole reminding myself how old I was when I watched it. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, it's a comedy for you know a couple minutes, and all of a sudden something happens, and you go, whoa, like what was I thinking when I was eight years old? You know, like it right. definitely reminded me a lot of that. So, so especially, especially with that, with that scene where the, the, the couple gets sucked, sucked into the ground. I mean, that's one thing right there that, you know, I reminded me like, Oh my gosh, I remember this. I'm kind of like freaked out right now. What was I thinking <laughs> when I was eight? Yeah. Did you ask your kid? <laughs> Dude, I, didn't, you think see, I don't think he's, I didn't think he saw that part, but it was just like, you know, and even seeing kind of the way that the characters were and the, the worms kind of came out, you know, um, when it goes into the wall when they're in the basement and stuff. And it's just, it's just crazy. And then I was also watching it thinking to myself, how come in every movie when they say go to the top of the roof, nobody listens? Right. You know, like, <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> like, people are dying left and right. You got to get onto your roof. Yeah. Ah, horse feathers. Yeah, yeah. 
They're also down in the reinforced basement, you know? They, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're good. Which the thing yeah. just came right through, no problem. So it's like, that's yeah. not a fallout shelter. Not at all. I thought the same thing. <laughs> he even specifically says that. Yeah. Yep. It's like, dude, that thing couldn't withstand one, like, just mild-grade graboid attack. Yeah. <laughs> You're not withstanding the Russians. Andy, mm-hmm. did you... Give us a couple of highlights. We can't go as in depth. We've already been talking an hour, so we can't. We, we have in. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's there's a couple notes that I'm um, thought of while watching this. Uh, the first note that I have, and I don't know if it's just because I've seen so many movies, and it might be just because we just saw Spaceballs. Uh-huh. The movie, the the music in this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the the music does. You said the music sucks. Yeah. There's, so so I did read that they. They did music for it, and then they actually had somebody else rewrite it yeah. and redo it. Yeah, right before it came out. You have Reba McIntyre in this. Why is it? Why is she singing a graboid song? You know, <laughs> she sings at the end. She but, sings over why, the the credits. But why isn't there a tremor song? You right. Know? Why isn't yeah. it just a an old westy country like gotta yeah. watch out for those tremors or something? You know? <laughs> Where's that song? It's the early '90s, late '80s. They know how to write a song. Yeah, with the. Yeah. With the title of the movie in it. That, that was the common practice. It they, is kind of surprising that there wasn't one. They dropped the ball on that. So that was the, one of the things I wanted to bring up. I needed to bring that up. <laughs> the music sucks. It, I, yeah. I, I was one of those things. Where I'm just like, oh, there's not like a single. There's no bad company in this movie. Like, <laughs> There's no bass player from Duran Duran. I just I was so bad. Like, where's the where's the killer tunes? Um, and then the second thing was um, I had to look it up because I'm like, no. Evil Dead came out before this movie, right? Yeah, Evil Dead. Yeah. Is all the shots of, like, the Graboid point of view shots, are those, what do you think, Gabe? Are those uh, throwing ode to Sam Raimi, that sort of shaky cam, you know, POV chasing thing? It was one of those things I I kept thinking, like, oh, is this, like, a a nod to to Sam? What do you think? So I, I think so. Yes. I mean, how how could it not be? I mean, that right. was just so, yeah. I mean, that was so amazing. But, you know, our our boy, uh, Ron Underwood, you know, he got started in the 80s. Uh, 1980 is his first credit um, as, a, as a director, you know, working on a short. I did not see, I looked it up, and I did not see a link to Sam Raimi, but I could be totally wrong uh there could be something in there but i mean i i was just really i saw that right away and and i didn't pick up on that as a kid but i was like oh my gosh dude this is completely ripping off evil dead um okay i would guess because it's a horror comedy and it's in that vein that yeah it was a nod but i couldn't find any reference to it even now i was double checking i'm like well on his, did i miss something i don't see it okay so. it was just it's one of those things i don't know i bet other people have done that sort of camera work before but anytime i see that camera work you know i my brain automatically thinks evil dead or even the doc Ock arms and stuff you know it's oh yeah that to me that's always going to be a sam raimi thing so i mean those are just two quick little notes that i had written down in my mountain of notes yeah sam raimi and how disappointed i am that there's not a <laughs> tremors blues song yeah. <laughs> yeah. sung by reba mcintyre i think a, a missed opportunity Major um, fail. Yeah. Miss Reba, if you wouldn't mind, I think we're due. 30 years later, write the song. Oh, that would be great. Reba McIntyre comes out of retirement. I assume she's retired, guys. I don't know. I don't follow No, nah, she has a TV show and stuff. No, no, no. I, yeah, I'm saying out of retirement from music. Tremor. Or, 
No, no. I don't think she's retired. Really? Well, I'm going to just hope she is. But if she <laughs> <laughs> if she isn't, I want her to come out with just this beautiful, soulful ballad about, you know, just Lone Pine and that's, Graboids. And it's exactly like exactly what all her fans want. That's what they Absolutely. want. They need that's it. That's what they want, I'm sure. <laughs> My wife, like yours, Chris, uh, love, loved Reba's show. She, like, would come home from school and watch it. Oh, yeah. She just thought it was great. <laughs> like, her first one. I know she's had, like, two or three shows, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> Reba. Reba's great. She did great. She did great. Gabe, what, uh, st- what sticks out for you, Gabe? What okay. You got, man? I, this one, I, it's funny. Andy and I always like make notes and stuff and everything. I have hardly any notes because I was, I was enjoying watching it so much. I really was. I just thoroughly enjoying watching it. But uh, there's, the big things I wanted to say were the Graboids in general, just I remember them being awesome. Those still hold up. Like just the creature design, the 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 puppeteering, like the animatronic is so good. It's so good. I just I was like, man, that's just awesome and unique and weird. I love it so much. It's great. Uh, the jackhammer scene that goes with that when the guy sticks it in. That's yeah. so vivid. I remember that as a kid. I've seen the movie a hundred times since then, but still, like when it tears off through the ground, it's like, man, that's such an awesome practical effect. Yeah. They did a mm-hmm. great job. And then. Guys, the thing that we, I mean, we should have, I can't believe we haven't said it yet, but take off your pants, Graboids. <laughs> <laughs> Our girl who is now apparently, you know, uh, uh, involved in questionable things in, uh, in, in Las Vegas at the time, uh, Finn Carter, yeah, lovely, lovely gal with a promising career in seismology. Uh, has to whip off her pants because her, her ankles are wrapped in barbed wire. Mm-hmm. Of course you have to take your pants off. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. I just love that. I remembered that as a kid. I On the rewatch, I was just like, oh, man, this part is so great. And I read the little tidbit that they didn't tell her she was going to have to do that. Oh, so when Kevin wow. Bacon tells her that, that's her reacting right away. <laughs> so when you see her like deer in the headlights for a second, like, what my pants and then she does it and and has to do it like right away it's hilarious that's so great (laughs) it's also it's like man that's so bad (laughs) as a director Mm -hmm. can you imagine especially nowadays you just like don't tell your female lead like oh uh by the way we're going we're there's a pivotal scene where you have to take your pants off and then run in your underwear and then you're in your underwear for a long time yeah I, i i don't know like it's. It was, <laughs> I did not read that. That's oh. Yeah, it's, that's, that's an amazing bad. fact. Those are the little things I love in those and finding out in movies that make me go back and rewatch it even again. Yeah, I gotta rewatch that to see that face. Yeah, just to see that face. For, that's what we got. We gotta put that on the Instagram, like just the screen grab of her being like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll put it on the TikTok." Yep. On the TikTok, there sure, do that. <laughs> so yeah, so that's it. Okay, all right. So uh, we got we we got the parent perspective somewhat. You already let your yep. kid watch it. <laughs> So, Andy, how about you, man? Would you let your kid watch it? I mean, yes. And I, and I, think, I think that that 8, 10-year-old range is probably going to be just fine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's one of those things where, I don't know, it, it's, it has its scary moments, but it's not. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's going to be scared of giant worms. <laughs> um, it could happen. But it's one of those things that, like, right now, I mean, this is me eating my words. Watch, he's gonna—he's <laughs> gonna just be terrified of 
of anything underneath the ground too. But I, I in my mind, it it seems even on the rewatch, it, it there has its moments, but it's not so scary that he's gonna you know traumatize him. I. It's not like you're showing him, you know. Uh, uh, Tim Curry, it you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's one of those yeah. things where the creature is so much of a creature that maybe he won't be so terrified. It's a good introductory horror movie. I think. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. young enough to where it could be like, oh, this is spooky. Still, you know. I, yes, I'm thinking the eight ten range. Yeah, somewhere in there's a, a a golden nugget of just like this could be a super fun thing where he can be scared enough and laugh at it. And then also be like, oh, I wish I had a brother, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need that brotherly love. Uh, I, f- I, feel you, the, I feel the same. My daughter's a little too sensitive, uh, but when she's 10, for sure, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to absolutely like sit her down and say, we're watching this fun movie. Because I, I think you said it great, Andy, best, Andy, when uh, it's, it's like a gateway to horror. It's like it's a great one to be like, yeah, let's watch this. Because it's, it's silly it's fun the people that are you know terrorized and eaten by whatever they all die in pretty comical silly ways i mean you know our boy from big trouble in little china yeah. getting eaten and thrashed around he's just like yeah. <laughs> it's so silly so i you know i think that'd be cool my one son zach would i mean i could probably show him that like tomorrow he loves monsters <laughs> and stuff so much See, i think yeah. he'd be fine but my other son's super sensitive my daughter's super sensitive so I, a ten, ten for sure. They're they're getting sat down and they're gonna learn the gospel of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and there then we'll watch take him the take him the Lone Pine and show him the uh, oh show him the head. That would be the best to take him there and tell him like that's real. It's real. And then we watch the movie <laughs> and then they go. all go to the hospital. <laughs> this is all there based on real stories. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you know the place where we camp all the time out in the desert, guys. Yeah. You'll love it. That's yeah. Why nobody lives here anymore. Yeah. They all got eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they tore yeah. down the town after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's yeah. That's how you traumatize a kid, man. Yep. All right, we we did it. The parent perspective, we got it. Trivia, fun facts. I mean, I really think we we really dug into so much of this. Chris, you had other notes and other questions and other things that you kind of posed. You know, anything that you want to throw out here before we get to recommendations? No, I I didn't mention, but the the original name of this movie was called Land Sharks. Serious? Maybe I did yeah. read that, and that's why it stuck. It with was me. called Land Sharks, and then they uh, actually Saturday Night Live did force the name change. Really? Um, that's what they, it was? Yeah, Saturday Night Live did. I think they had something called Land Sharks. Land, they were doing like a bid or something. Yeah, or? the early Saturday Night Live had a you know like ding dong at the door, and it was like Land Shark. You know, yeah. And, so they and, forced the the yeah. change. So that was interesting. Um, another thing about Lone, Lone Pine, since we're giving it so much love, yeah. is uh, not only was Tremors filmed there, but Gladiator and Iron Man was also filmed there. So Whoa, Gladiator was filmed there? Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I think the more recent one. So I'm sure it was a scene from somebody on a rock and that's it. But yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Somebody on a rock. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's pretty much all I got. Anything we missed on your list, Andy? No, my my main thing was uh, just more shout outs that we've shouted about enough. Our our uh, our best friend in the entire world, Michael uh, Michael Gross. Yes, yeah, yeah just Michael Gross. How, he, how he's you know been in been in anything Tremors related, just as Bert Bert Gummer Gum, mm-hmm. Gumner. 
Uh, yeah, Gummer, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> and and Hiram Gummer, which Oh yeah, when you go Yeah, the the prequel, that's the true. The prequel, yeah. which I I got to watch this prequel because I didn't know there was a prequel. Yeah. I'm looking at all the movies. There's there's a ton of them. There's one in Snow and That's oh, the one I'm the most excited to I gotta see. I got to watch these movies. I was telling Gabe <laughs> before we started Chris that the I <laughs> the last thing that I watched in all these movies, well not the last thing, but most before rewatching Tremors was I watched maybe thirty minutes of the new newest movie Shrieker Island on on Netflix. Um, okay, <laughs> for a little bit and couldn't make it remotely into the movie. It stars uh, the guy who played Napoleon Dynamite, so I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> and then um, it was just one of those things. I'm like, oh, this is this is not good. <laughs> I need to Jeez. turn this off. This is even fun as like a joke. I, so. Oh man, um, yeah, that's all I got. Just, <laughs> I hope we all find something that we would love in our life as much as Michael Gross loves Tremors. <laughs> I don't know that he loves Tremors. I think he loves the character. There's got to be something in him where he just loves that it's, it's character. Got, it's got to be fun to do these. Oh things, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, of course, and of course. He, he's you know an actor that found that niche, and <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, also when you did like eight seasons of. An award-winning show in the '80s. I'm sure he's made hundreds of millions of dollars. He's he's got Seinfeld money, man, with that Family Ties money. Sha-la-la. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Was that Family Ties? I think. Okay. I think the Shalala. Okay, perfect. Sha-na-na-na. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Edit that in there. I will. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right, we did it. We did it. Okay, Tremors. It was fabulous. An amazing journey. Chris, thanks for giving us a, a, a peek into uh, your, your childhood, my man. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey, uh, recommendations. This is where we, we talk about mm-hmm. other things that are going on in the world, what we have happening, uh, things that aren't related to Tremors, uh, but you've been into, things that you're digging. You know, what, what can you recommend right now for our listeners, Chris? Movie wise or anything, anything, dude. It's like anything that that you're you're digging lately. Anything you know. I TV mean, shows. You books. gave a big shout out to A Star Is Born. Uh, you know, if you want to cry. Yeah. Uh, so my wife and I started watching Ted Lasso on Netflix. Oh, yes. I, I highly recommend that. It's yeah. really good. Super fun. Um, yeah, that's a that's a great show. Um, I'm I'm into what's on its it's on its hundredth season, but Walking Dead. Still a yeah. fan of that. So. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully it ends soon because I think it's about time. Yeah. Um, man, there's there's so many more. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why we have know. this part. It's just like anything yeah. right now, like right now that you're into that you want to just share and talk about, you know, the, the floor is yours. Yeah. There's there's a lot, man. I mean, I've. That's yeah. That's a that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you gave one. us a couple of, of gems, man. Yeah. Ted Lasso, especially. We we both Ted agree Lasso, with you. Ted Lasso is a good one. Yeah. Um, dude, I know that there's gonna. I'm gonna get off this podcast and be like, I just <laughs> thought of the three best shows I should have recommended that would change people's lives. But <laughs> well, Mandalorian. I'm, I started watching Mandalorian, and and I don't know what it is, but with sci-fi movies, I'm forced to watch them. Right. Like, but I always love them, and mm-hmm. I love outer space. I love all that stuff. But I can't get myself to just jump into it, mm-hmm. you know, like any Star Wars stuff or anything. But when I watch it, I'm like, I see what the I see what the whole rave is. I see why everybody loves this. This is incredible. Yeah. And my son has been watching like Mandalorian a ton without me. 
And so I said, hey, let's start it over. I want to watch it together. And, you know, um, he keeps watching it without me. So we're not even <laughs> through, like, you know, the third episode. But it's incredible. So Mandalorian, even if you're not into it, and I tell my wife, she's definitely not into that style of TV show. And I'm like, no, you will you will like this. Just trust me. Yeah. Yeah. We, we uh, our kids have seen more Mandalorian than we have. But we've seen a couple episodes. And it's rad. It's super awesome. I just, mm-hmm. when Mandalorian came out i was definitely suffering star wars fatigue and i love it i I, i'm into it but i just i wasn't as into it as i used to be and yeah yeah, i i need to that recommendation is for me i need to jump back in and watch finish the whole thing so but all right andy what do you got man all right so last couple weeks i have had nothing but a bummer recommendation so you have (laughs) just nothing but sad music and sad tv shows yep this week i'm i'm pulling from i'm pulling from tiktok gabe because i have this in my older age i have just become more open to music that a teenage version of me would have hated (laughs) and it the funny thing is that it is music for teenagers it is it is this uh this album and she doesn't need me to recommend her because she's everywhere right now uh, Olivia Rodrigo has a this oh, yeah. album out called Sour, and it is she's like 18 years old. She wrote this music when she was 17. It is a fantastic pop album. It is it is super catchy, and more than anything, this is my recommendation to Gabe. Gabe, you, you need to put this album on, and there's some bummer songs on it. It's it, it's actually it's I think it's a breakup album. <laughs> Don't and worry, you'll be bummed out at some. You'll point. be bummed out, and it's just it's it's angsty and angry and fun. And the thing that got me is uh, there's a single out called "Good for You," and everybody was comparing it to Paramore's "Misery Business," and I went, "Huh, okay, I'll, I'll give this a listen." And I, the album's the album's fantastic. I think more than anything, it reminds me of Lord. If oh, you listen uh-huh. to any of her stuff. It's pronounced Lordy. Lordy, it's got an e at the end. Oh, uh, Lord, Lordy, um, <laughs> oh Lordy, um, but I love I love her too, and I think there's some some of those vibes. I think Taylor Swift wrote a song or two on this album too with her. So this 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 girl this woman doesn't need me, uh, <laughs> a 37 year old man recording in my buddy's garage to recommend it and give her the. I'm not going to push her over the hump, but if this gets to somebody that wouldn't listen to it. There's no such thing as guilty pleasures. Just just enjoy what you want. Just yeah. just put it on. Don't feel guilty. It's fun. Yeah. Listen to that. <laughs> well, thank you, Andy. I'm going to personally thank you for that one because I'm going to listen. I some, somehow it's been off my radar. Uh, I, I need to check that out. So. Recommendation for you, my friend. Thank what you. What do you got for me? Thank you very much. Uh, my recommendation is also musical. Um, I have been listening to this album so much, and it is the exact opposite of what Andy just recommended. This is an album that came out last year during the pandemic, but uh, because that no one was able to tour or anything, I don't think it got the love that it really deserves. So this is for the the non-teenage girl listeners of our podcast. Uh, this is the Black Dahlia Murders uh, Verminous. And my goodness, if you're into heavy metal, I mean, it is insanely amazing. It is fantastic. It's... Um, it's I would say it's one of their slower albums I maybe and maybe I'm wrong but I don't know this a lot of the songs are a little more chuggy and sludgy but it is so fun and uh 
it's uh, I love it. I've been listening to it so much, and uh, Brandon Ellis is. I mean, all the guys are amazing. I should list all of them, but Brandon Ellis is an amazing guitar player who's been with them for a couple albums now, and his solos are incredible. And I'm a guitar player, and uh, I love it. The work on the album is is masterful, and Mr. Uh, Sternad, the singer, is just Trevor's rad, and he just sounds as good as he ever has, and. Uh, I love it. So highly recommend that. It's uh, it's their green album. It looks like it's out of that uh, Game of Thrones episode. It's all gross and green and mm-hmm. looks like it's got glowing stuff that's going to blow up a castle or something. It looks pretty cool. But anyway, there you go. There's I, my recommendation for you. I thought you meant like green, like uh, like green album, like the Weezer album. And I was like, ooh, no, they're going <laughs> no. It's not that. It's not no, that check that out too. I. Yeah. I love that sort of aggressive stuff too, and it's been a while since I've listened to, to them. So, I, yeah. I'll check that out for sure too. Yeah, with the, with the, I'm like Chris. I used to travel constantly, mm-hmm. and I would always be listening to. I'd always know all the newest things and see all the latest things because I'd be on airplanes and in hotels all the time. So I'd have that time. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, thankfully, I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, I'm very very thankful for that. But. Um, it means also I don't listen to my crazy music as much. So <laughs> yeah. I, when I'm, I go I'm on like filming, a target run, <laughs> what you I'm say? Filming, I'm filming this music artist this weekend, and and uh, I didn't know who he was. And then of course my wife was like, you know, it's like one of the biggest artists like period right now. So I had no idea. So really? Ed Ed Sheeran Sheeran? No, Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Yeah. What? So I'm filming him. I'm filming him on uh, Monday, and I I didn't know. I'd never heard of him. I'm so bad. I'm, this is horrible. So. <laughs> Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, if you've listened to this whole episode and yeah. you haven't fallen in love with Chris, is that a bit? <laughs> you should love this guy so much. It's. I know it's embarrassing. Dude, I know that's fantastic. It's amazing that's that amazing. you didn't know. No, I didn't. And the producer today was just like, because he he couldn't tell us. He was like, hey, I can't tell you who it is yet. And then that was the last week. And then today I was like, hey, can you tell us who we're shooting on Monday? And and he's like, yeah, it's Ed Ed Sheeran. Or and I was like, who Ed Sheeran? And my wife's like, Ed Sheeran. Like in the background, like, you don't know who that is. And I'm like, I was like, told him I don't know who that is. And he just started laughing at me. So <laughs> I listened to his stuff and he's great. I, I looked at him and I thought he was like an actor, comedian, and. Apparently he was on Game of Thrones, maybe. Also, he was he in was? an episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I found that out today too. So that's cool. You guys have heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool that we've heard of him. So is most of the world, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's... I didn't know. I, I recognized his face, but I definitely hadn't heard his music. But I, I started. I listened to a couple songs today. It was good. Yeah. Man, that's crazy, man. That that's awesome, yeah. though. That that is a fun story too. That is fantastic, man. <laughs> yeah, I hope you have fun. Definitely tell him that when you see him next week. Be like, dude, yeah. I didn't yeah. know who you were, uh, but then I saw a thing, and I think I kind of know who you are. <laughs> After he plays, I'd be like, yeah, you were pretty good. Like, so. <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. So. Just take him down a peg, dude. <laughs> yeah, got to bring him back to the to the same level that everybody else is at. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hey man, we're we're all just brothers and sisters, okay? Yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask him when we're in when we're in the catering line. I'll be like, "Oh, do you work? At, are you electrician? Grip? What, what's your what's your job?" <laughs> well, that would we'll be so great. Get, we'll see if I get tossed out of there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you might become his favorite person if you Maybe. hit him with something like that because he definitely Maybe. has the look that he's. Sure, how do you say his last name? Sharin. I believe Sharin. it's Sharin. I've I've always Sharin. heard Sharin. Sharin. Okay, that sounds right. Sharin. Sharin. Yeah. That sounds better than Sharin. Yeah, okay, Sharin. Okay, yeah. cool. I just want to make sure. I, I think you should right. also say it, Sharin, and just see like <laughs> what he says. Like, oh, Mr. Sharin, 
I yeah. heard you're, yeah, which, what part of the crew are you with? I'm you're not with, sure. You're yeah. craft services, right? She <laughs> goes over there, <laughs> buddy. Hey, man, yeah. have you seen talent around here? Yeah. Who's this guy? Yeah. Dude, you shouldn't be in the line. This is for talent. Are you? Yeah. Are, <laughs> you, yeah. you eat over there. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, awesome, though, man. Chris, dude, this was so much fun. Thank you for being on. Thank yeah, you so much for, for your, your time, dude. I know. And then, listen, I mean, we we, we talked about it at the beginning, but I, I, I got to jump back into this real quick. Like, so, you know, Chris is a filmmaker. We've we've said that a few times. And But, Chris, your your handle on everything is Chris Ray Films, right? Correct, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, exactly how it sounds. Uh, they'll, we'll have links and stuff on our, our yeah. Instagram and everything like that. But, I mean, Chris's videos are awesome. Chris, mm-hmm. Chris does a masterful job of bringing out. I mean, I, I'm I'm someone who's incredibly uncoordinated, but I've always loved action mm-hmm. sports. I've I've always loved, it, especially skating. Like I was a kid in the '80s. I definitely had a skateboard. I skated mm-hmm. until I was uh, honestly until I hurt myself bad enough that I stopped because <laughs> yep. I was I was crappy at it to begin oh, with. Yeah. You know, <laughs> super uncoordinated, but. I, I, I love it, man. I absolutely love it. And Chris does such a good job. His videos remind and he's not a one-trick pony. He's not just doing skate videos. But what I'm saying is with his skate videos, anyone can get into these because they're so masterfully done. The guys that he works with are just world-class skaters. Mm-hmm. And the, the stuff that you have them do, dude, like your videos remind me, and I hope... You're taking this as a compliment because I'm I'm not crazy about their music, but their videos, mm. you know, propelled them into superstardom. Okay, go. Like those dudes planned their music videos, and every second of everything was very compelling yep. and interesting, and you know everything just fall, fell into lockstep with it, and it was awesome. And you do the same thing with these these skate these skaters where normally their stuff is very you know chaotic and 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 random, and you have them with such order and precision i mean kudos to them they're clearly badass at what they do but dude your videos are so beautifully done so pat on the back to you you. my friend thank you no i mean my latest thing kind of with just filming skating i've been doing it for over 20 years so um you know i want to you know shoot projects and create projects that even if you don't skateboard you can appreciate and and enjoy so i think that's kind of been my goal lately and and you know the the companies i work for have challenged me with that um, and that's kind of the, the benefit I have is that I'm, I'm actually having more fun than ever now just because I'm able to kind of think differently and look at things differently and, and reinvent myself a little bit of not just do it the way we're supposed to, you know. So I'm trying to kind of break the rules a little bit and, and skateboarding that's uncommon because anything new is not necessarily always welcomed. So it's been, uh, it's been fun, challenging, but to see, I mean, the video I just posted on TikTok, the reaction of that is just mind-blowing at a stupid video that i just had fun making didn't think it was going to do anything is over 30 million views on just that one shot you know so it's crazy to see that yeah that's that's amazing that's that's one of these things where i saw your video i mean listen we're friends so i follow you on all your things and i saw when you posted it and i i thought it was i was like man this is rad i showed my wife and she's like yeah i've seen it like (laughs) she follows you too dude yeah Yeah. our wives are friends so it's like Yeah. yeah but uh so like She's like, yeah, I saw it. It's really cool. And I was like, yeah, but I was showing you because I know you could could not care less about skateboarding. And yeah. you know, isn't it cool? And she's like, oh, yeah, I watched the entire thing. It's super awesome. And then we looked and That's saw awesome. like how many millions of views. Dude. And it's like, 
That's incredible. And I mean, all your stuff is now getting even more love, I think, after that. It's like, it's, and yeah, it should be, Yeah, it was be, weird. Dude. It was weird because the, like, the TikTok thing is definitely a younger generation and yeah. trying to figure out. But that was one video that I posted. And like I said, I didn't think that was, I didn't go home. You know, I've shot a lot of things where I've been like, oh, this is, this is it. Yeah. This is going to be the yeah. one. This is going <laughs> to go off. But this one, I went home and I was just like, oh, I'm probably going to get made fun of for this one. But, you know, I'm just going to share it anyways. And I had a good time making it with my friends and, and, uh, went to bed with like you know a few hundred followers on TikTok and woke up in the thousands and now we're you know just still going which is crazy and you know just the reaction it's getting and it's just funny you never know but it's it's rad i think you take the same approach when you're shooting gear i mean i've seen your totally. gear spots that you shoot and it's like it's beautiful it's uh you know i i consider myself a a a, a filmmaker certainly not to your level yet, my friend, but uh, I mean, just the, the the cinematic approach to everything that you're you're doing. I mean, you know, your your stuff. You've done so much stuff for you know GoPro and and DC and and all that. Like, it's it's beautiful. It's it's really beautifully done. You're a true artist, and you know, honestly, Appreciate whether it. you're into action sports or not, you should be following Chris Chris Ray Films on everything. Um, it's awesome and. Chris is also, I mean, you're you're someone who, you know, you res, you're, you seem to be pretty responsive online, too. And, Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, uh, to follow this guy is is certainly worth your time. You need to check him out. So there's my there's my plug for you, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. It's not lip service. He's, he's, a, he's a rad guy. So awesome. Well, guys, we did it. We had a great time. Uh, Andy, I think you need to wrap us up. Excellent, man. Um, oh, as always, uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Follow us on all your podcast things. Um, you know, tell us, re- tell us what movie uh, made you cry. Tell us what, what tell movie, us what you movie made, you made you cry. What movie made me cry? No, no, I want on the audience to tell us. Yeah, oh. audience. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, please. Yeah, that's a cool question. Yeah. Post uh, what movie made you cry? Yeah. Post that on there. Send us an email. Post it on our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Stitch us on that. Um, all of that is who let you pod. You can email us questions. Tell us anything you like at who let you pod at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you do that. That'd be fun. Um, keep the conversation going on all this stuff, you guys. Um, but yeah, let's get out of here. So this is Andy Diaz and Gabe Martinez reminding you to never watch anything in front of a child. Unless of course it's a film about a community getting together and standing up against unknown forces. As a community. Against graboids. <laughs> Good night. Good night. To space. To space. My juices. You've just heard a Doomsday Initiative podcast. Consult a physician. Oh.